Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 444 Friday, January 28th. Coming up on the show today with no Predators hockey and no Titans football this weekend, we focus on other things. You've got some soccer this weekend to pay attention to. You've got the SEC Big 12 Challenge in college basketball. We've got an AFC and NFC Championship game, of course, on Sunday. But we begin with an award for Mike Vrabel and a message for Titans fans. Do you own a home in Nashville? If you do, then you need to know the name The Kingston Group. Whether you're looking to buy a new home, build a custom home, or do some major renovation work on your house currently, the only name you need to know is The Kingston Group. Why would you ever make a big financial decision about your home without all of the information in front of you? This is where The Kingston Group comes in. BuildKG.com is the website. Check out their work. I guarantee you, you will be better off. Just go talk to them. The Kingston Group. That's BuildKG.com. Now that we're about a week removed from the Titans' loss to Cincinnati, a couple of weeks removed from Georgia beating Alabama, reflecting on the season I think is an important thing to do. Uh, I think that Titans fans are certainly devastated and hurt and suffering and and all the stuff that goes along with an early exit in a game that you probably should have won. I, I get all of that. We've we've been dealing with the Todd Downing Ryan Tannehill conversation already for a week, and it's already exhausting. I think there is some some time and some space now that we're a week away to step back and take stock of what we just witnessed in college and pro football combined, especially in the South and in Middle Tennessee as Titans fans. I think it is important, and I sort of learned this watching the the Buffalo Bills 30 for 30 documentary about the four straight Super Bowl teams that lose, and in the moment, everybody thinks they're losers and thinks they suck and, and all this garbage about the Bills, but as those teams have aged, the accomplishment of four straight Super Bowls, even if they lost all four of them, I think has aged really well, and I think it's more and more of a tremendous accomplishment now looking back on it. I think in light of the fall in 2021, I think you could argue it was one of the best college football seasons that we've ever seen in the history of the game. Alabama didn't win the national championship. We had a better, healthier middle class in the SEC than we've ever had maybe in mo- in modern SEC football. We had upsets every single week, a record number of AP-ranked teams losing, a record number of top 10 teams losing, quarterback development, positive coaching changes in the conference. I think you could argue this was one of the best and most exciting and entertaining and dramatic college football seasons, especially in the SEC, in the history of the game. And I think for Titans fans, the message is the same thing. You can be disappointed. You can be upset. You can be depressed. You can ask questions about Todd Downing and Ryan Tannehill and the rest of the team. And those are smart, intelligent things to do over the course of the offseason. It's also important to recognize how much this team accomplished, how much they overcame from an adversity standpoint, and where this team ranks sort of historically in Titans history. It's one of only what, six teams in franchise history dating all the way back to the 1960s in the Oilers to win 12 games in a regular season. It's one of only a handful of teams to ever have the number one seed in the AFC. Just all of the things that we could celebrate about this Titans team, right? I mean, Harold Landry turning into a pro bowler and earning what should be a huge contract as a rock star coming off the edge. Christian Fulton developing into a shutdown cover corner. Elijah Molden turning into what looks like a dependable pro player for a long period of time. Practice squad players and guys off the street like Deontay Foreman playing huge roles for this team down the stretch. Just a whole lot of great stories that I think fans should gravitate towards and can celebrate for long term because a lot of these guys that have developed are going to turn into longer term options and and pieces that are going to be big parts of this team moving forward. It's okay for two things to be true. For Alabama fans and Titans fans to be super disappointed that they didn't accomplish their goals. 
at the same time, it's important to remember exactly how fun the journey was, exactly how historic and how memorable the season was. And I think it's okay to take some time to acknowledge what the Titans have accomplished this season, take some time to acknowledge how fun the college football season was, just how great the fall was for people in this area of the country to enjoy NFL and college football. One of the best falls I can ever remember as a Nashvilleian. As an example of something that the Titans fans can look back upon and celebrate, Titans head coach Mike Vrabel was named the 2021 NFL Coach of the Year by the Pro Football Writers. It is not the official AP award or whatever, but it is absolutely a prestigious and, and worthy award that Mike Vrabel should and will celebrate. The Titans fans should and will celebrate the recognition of the work their coach did. Again, 12 wins, a division championship. Of course, doing so with an NFL record 91 players. So again, even the smallest bit of news on, on Thursday shows you just another thing that Titans fans can hold on to and celebrate. Again, I know it hurts right now, but you're going to look back on 2021 very, very fondly as the years go along, even if the way it ended is not what people wanted. Championship Sunday is upon us in the NFL, and while we are all disappointed that it does not include the Tennessee Titans, there should be two exceptional football games on Sunday. Of course, in the AFC, Cincinnati at Kansas City, that one at 2 o'clock. Can Joe Burrow keep the magic rolling on the road against a team that seems like they are unbeatable and on a mission to win yet another Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs? That should be an epic shootout just the way Buffalo and Kansas City was last weekend. And then, of course, the evening, the nightcap, the afternoon on Sunday, an all-NFC West-NFC championship game between the San Francisco 49ers. They're rushing attack with Kyle Shanahan against the extraordinarily talented Los Angeles Rams, Matthew Stafford. So many great storylines in both of these games. I think Rams-Chiefs is the only way to go from a rooting standpoint. I certainly do not want to watch Jimmy Garoppolo again in a Super Bowl. I can handle Joe Burrow, and maybe that takes the sting off the Titans' loss a little bit if Joe Burrow goes on the road and beats Kansas City because clearly this dude is on an absolute mission at that point. Should be a great day. Give me the Rams minus the points. Give me the Chiefs minus the points. I like both home teams to move on and get to the Super Bowl. The SEC Big 12 challenges this weekend and should provide one last non-conference resume-building opportunity for the entire SEC. Tennessee will put its three-game winning streak on the line against a solid and physical Texas team in Austin, a place where the Longhorns are 12-1 on the season. Backcourt toughness and mental focus should be an area to watch for Big Orange fans in this one. It's about the time of year that a five-star lottery pick like Kennedy Chandler needs to start imposing his will on opponents more consistently. Tip-off between the two UTs is at 7 p.m. on Saturday evening. Number one Auburn and its 16-game winning streak will face Oklahoma at home on the Plains at 1 p.m. Number 19 LSU will travel to Fort Worth to take on TCU at 11 a.m. Alabama will host number four Baylor at 3 p.m. Arkansas will welcome West Virginia to Fayetteville, and Mississippi State will head way out west to Lubbock to face number 13 Texas Tech, among a bunch of other interesting matchups in the challenge. Of course, the main event will be number 5 Kansas hosting number 12 Kentucky in a battle of blue bloods at Fog Allen Fieldhouse in Lawrence, Kansas. On one side, we've got the basketball program that believes it invented the sport and is God's gift to college hoops, facing the other basketball program that actually invented the sport. I, for one, cannot wait for UKKU at 5 p.m. on Saturday afternoon. The challenge itself really isn't a big deal. Who really cares which conference wins in the end? I cannot tell you who's won this challenge on any given year in the past. 
What matters is building your resume for the NCAA tournament committee, both as a team and as a conference. And the SEC this weekend has a chance at a lot of high-quality resume wins. There is some soccer to pay attention to this weekend as Nashville SC opens up their preseason campaign with some work on Friday evening against, well, we don't really know, nor can anyone really watch it. SC will play in five preseason matches over the next few weeks, three of which come against legitimate clubs like Charlotte, Cincinnati, and Philadelphia. Friday evening will basically be an intra-squad scrimmage and will likely focus on conditioning, fitness, and basic install. Gary Smith won't be looking for specifics, skills, players, positions, until they play an actual opponent, which would be Charlotte on February 8th. The U.S. men's national team is also in action this weekend, fresh off their relatively easy and workmanlike win in the World Cup qualifier over El Salvador on Thursday evening. The U.S. has a huge showdown against Canada on Sunday at 2 p.m. The two sides are number one and number two in the CONCACAF World Cup qualifying standings, and Nashvillians should remember the 1-1 draw at Nissan Stadium way back in August. It felt like a disappointment at the time. However, Canada is now one of the most improved clubs in the world, and will get to host the Americans in Hamilton, Ontario on Sunday as the two teams vie for the top spot in the CONCACAF standings. That's right, soccer is back in Music City. The 440 is brought to you by our wonderful friends, the Kingston Group. BuildKG.com is the website. They are Nashville's locally owned custom home and remodeling firm, and they are the only name you need to know if you're making a big decision about your house or your future house. Just check out their work. BuildKG.com is the website. Just talk to them. I guarantee you, you will be better off. That's the Kingston Group, BuildKG.com. Thank you guys all for listening, of course. Enjoy some soccer over the weekend. There's no hockey. You got some college basketball, a lot of good stuff going on this weekend, so enjoy it. Enjoy Championship Sunday, of course, in the NFL. My name is Braden Gall. You can follow me on Twitter at Braden Gall. Check out the YouTube page, all the other great shows from 440 Sports, as well as Broadway Sports Media and Vandy Sports as well. So make sure you're checking out all those great shows. Kick your heels up, have a cocktail, and share the product. We do appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been the 440 for Friday, January 28th. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler.